Um, I don't actually think that someone who's trying to be a truth seeker and understand what's going on and asked a question about whether or not Jews run Hollywood is an anti-Semite. <laughs> Alt-right isn't afraid to call out the Jews and their implications in the destruction of the black community in America. People be sending me tweets like, well, Hotep is an anti-Semite. I mean, he said this and this. And I'm like, well, okay, but what do you mean he's an anti-Semite? So it's like uh, that inconsistency disturbs me, especially with black people, because I'm like, Jews do not like you. They hate you. They think you are. Can I curse? Oh, of course. <laughs> they think you are shit. <laughs> Blacks come and say, oh, you're anti-Semitic and, they, and, they, and you're, you're not being nice to the Jews. And I'm like, dude, they finance slavery. But the minute you say gay, trans, Jew, it's off limits. So I automatically know that my country, the United States of America, is going to become a Islamic, Jewish, uh, LGBT dominant state. All right. What another great episode of Break Cycle. Hotel's pretty cool, man. Uh, I, I'm glad I finally got a, a chance to sit down and talk with him. Uh, he's definitely not the big, bad boogeyman that I keep hearing so uh, repeatedly around some of the loser brigade circles. Well, if the responsibility of production is on us, we should be handsomely rewarded <laughs> if we're creating this world. And and really, man creates this world for women to enjoy. I miss Glenn is the one that controls your uh, sexual maturity and when you have an endocrine gland disruptor your sexual maturity is affected so a man who would ordinarily like women now likes you see what i'm saying but wouldn't you have to have massive quantities of soy for that to take place that's that's subjective based upon your biological structure welcome to another episode of the fakertarians podcast Unlike the Mises Caucus, we're certified Hotep Jesus free. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of the Fakertarians podcast. I'm your host, John Hudak, along with Jeremy Kantorowitz, our tech guy, Kevin Shaw, Archie Flower, and one of my sock accounts. So we don't have a guest for today. It's the regular crew. We're just going to talk about uh, things going on in current events and then Whatever pops up in the comments, uh, I might bring someone on from the comments if I feel like it. So we're, we're really just going to bullshit today. How's everybody feeling today? Great. Good, good. Like shit. Got, got my drink. <laughs> so we got a <laughs> wide range of responses right there. Good. <laughs> That's diversity. So <laughs> let's start with the, uh, with the Derek Chauvin trial and some of the uh, libertarian or libertarian responses we've seen to it. Anyone want to chime in first, or should I get this going? I mean, Go ahead. personally what? for me, um, I I would want to say I think it was the right decision based off of all the, you know, all the all the laws. Um, that doesn't seem to be the case for most people, mostly because, um, well, bad legal takes. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> what do you call one pig sitting in a jail cell? A good start. <laughs> so i've seen a lot of dumb takes on this especially from one caucus in particular but i mean there's there's others too it's just uh, most of it's there fuck and you, if we're talking pete. libertarian movement yeah fuck you pete fuck you pete. But, <laughs> but i've seen a take that because uh chauvin because they couldn't show that chauvin intentionally murdered him 
then that's not people saying that's not murder, which so I'm actually going to pull up the statute right now so we can review this together. So Perfect. it's Minnesota statute 609.19 subdivision two unintentional murders. And I'm going to read this off for everyone and then explain it so we can get this out of the way. So the Mises caucus school of law doesn't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Whoever does either of the following is guilty of unintentional murder in the second degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 40 years. One, causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while committing or attempting to commit a felony offense other than criminal sexual conduct in the first or second degree with force or violence or a drive-by shooting. So that's subdivision one, uh, section one. That's all we need to focus on. Chauvin was committing third degree assault at the time he caused the death of George Floyd, which is enough for second-degree murder. Thank you. <laughs> I rest show. my case. <laughs> <laughs> is that your closing argument? It is. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no objection. The jury's already rolled on this. Sustained. You're not taking into consideration PDQ's feelings. <laughs> I know he has a lot of feelings, and... He's either going to threaten to beat me up or he's going to do his thing where he has Eric July threaten to beat me up. Like, I think he did that to Adam Bates or something. Like, first he was like, oh, you better not say this shit to me at convention or some shit like that. And he's like, oh, you better not sh say this shit around me when Eric July's around me at convention. I think the tweet was like, if I see you at convention, you better put your eyes down on the floor or something. No, yeah, the, there was one starting with that, but then in another one, he brought up Eric July because he was like, wait, I can't actually take Adam Bates, who is like a former football player because I'm like this like five, six, like troll looking dude. <laughs> I like True. to think that he even like talk to Eric whatsoever and just fucking talk. Oh, totally. Told him. Like uh, my issues with Eric aside, I mean, like, I don't think he's just like a mercenary for like beating random people up or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about uh, like, oh, it was an overdose and stuff like that. But they, they honestly clearly didn't watch the trial. But that's, that's another story. There's right. only one substance I care about being in um, George Floyd's body at the time of his death, and that's oxygen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right, that's um, that's kind of the, the substance that he lacked. <laughs> but it it is just telling to see how many libertarians are uh, really going to bat for the police officer murdering the black guy. For, for those who are only uh, listening in and not watching video, John is putting air quotes around libertarians there because they are not libertarians. Yep. I I don't think most libertarians would go to bat for a police officer killing a guy over like a a fake $20 bill. Well, even yeah, if... I mean, it's so layered in irony, it's not even funny. Not only is it over a fake you know, $20 bill, but it wasn't really that long ago that, I mean, I think it was on Facebook that Pete blocked me because I actually defended the idea that there can be good cops. Like he was on a, a some kind of rant and I'm like, Okay, but you're judging everyone that works as a police officer, and I don't think that's warranted, and I still don't. And we can we can that. argue about that. 
Well, but, we, you could, but I mean, the point is, he went from there to here. Like, really? No, I know. Yeah. It's because his main thing is being a fucking edgelord. Like, right. he doesn't, even, if there's a chance to be an edgelord, even if it's like defending the okay. cops, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Principles out the Sign window. Sign me up. As long as you can edgelord it up. Wait, he was which, talking about. I mean, about here's a common theme. Over it's funny because um oh my sock account what were you saying i was saying he was talking about allying with tankies over left libertarian oh yeah it was it was uh what was it he'd rather be an ally with a a red pilled tanky than a blue pilled uh libertarian yeah They're, they really like their pills over there <laughs> well not only that but that that puts the whole lie to um as long as you're not violent things are all right. Like that's their line to defend racists. But obviously if you're going to embrace tankies over libertarians under any circumstances, you can, you know, kind of go duck yourself. Yeah. It's funny. Cause we get accused of like being all, all being leftists or something. Like I know we got, we got Kevin, our resident, resident socialist here, but I mean the rest of us, um, we get accused of being leftists all the time. And then there, here's Pete being like, "Oh yeah, I like the tankies who have like, who worry about the cathedral more than I like the blue pill libertarians." It's funny because uh, <laughs> Pete actually used to be he used to be better, I would say. I remember a few years ago, he had this good episode um, of his podcast. It was debunking like the Hoppian immigration argument about the net, net taxpayer stuff uh, using like people from outside of the country paying tariffs. I forget the exact argument, but it was actually pretty interesting. But I, I even remember early on in our uh, discussion group, Fakertarian's discussion group, he would pop in and he was very like anti-bordertarian. He was very anti-liberty uh, hangout. He used to go with them all the time. He was always kind of an edgelord. And I was just kind of like, well, he, he means well, like, even if he's going to be like kind of weird, like whatever, I'll just let him do his thing. I feel kind of bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I found it funny but, that Dave Smith is like more, is like more consistent than he is on this issue. It's like really weird. Yeah. Well, Dave's the uh, most consistent motherfucker I was, of all time. I was going to say, unless it's on immigration, so there should be like a little asterisk next to that. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> a little asterisk that. next to Dave Smith. Well, he he actually used to be uh, an open borders guy, using the terminology he used to uh, to say he's not an open borders guy to Nick Fuentes. But um, I think he, he kind of flipped around like 2017 or so, which is actually kind of interesting because I feel like that's kind of the same timeline that a lot of uh, former libertarians kind of flipped on the immigration issue because it was like Trump was getting popular. A lot of it started in 2015. I feel like that's when Stefan... Uh, well, he was kind of he was kind of running off the reservation a little bit before that, but and he, I mean right. he had his cult cult thing, but uh, that's that's kind of when he re with the rise of Trump is when this whole kind of paleo thing popped back up a lot. Real, yeah, it definitely definitely started to veer its veer its head more. Okay, so we ha do we have anything else we want to say on the Chauvin trial before I move on to the next topic? Uh, I just want to say that I yeah. think the country dodged a bullet. And I'm really glad that that jury did what it did. Mm -hmm. I'm really sad that we're not going to see Revolution 2.0 as soon as I would have liked. But, you know, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that finally we're starting to hold people accountable. That's nice. 
Yeah. Well, the one, the other thing that I that I see, and you know, everybody kind of chats about is you know his his chances at appeal um, because oh, yeah. of like Maxine Waters' comments because you know police in Minnesota can't go a year without killing somebody apparently. Um, and so Maxine Waters was here and, you know, she said some stupid shit. Um, you know, think, think before you speak, you're, you, you've been a Congresswoman since like Lincoln's around and you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't mind your speech a little bit. Um, but you know, people saying that, oh, that's going to be a chance for an appeal or she ruined it or, you know, all of this thing. And I believe it was Ken, Ken White, um, Pope hat, um, you know, that basically said, you know, that the judge saying that that's grounds, you know, for appeal is basically like your grandma telling you that you're a handsome boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone would like to place a bet on me on whether, uh, or a bet with me on whether the second degree murder conviction is going to be successfully overturned on an appeal i'd be happy to do it because i don't think it's going to <laughs> no, I, there's there's just there's no chance unless some juror literally admits to you know hearing about it or something along those lines and then as far as any procedural issues i don't believe there really was any um, yeah he's gonna be like i mean he, you always have a chance but appeals are tough like for anyone who doesn't know it's not just uh it's not an appeal isn't like you bring in another jury and redo the trial like there actually has to be some kind of legal issue with the first trial and it's not even just like the judges like disagree with the jury it has to be that like no reasonable jury could think that right and and Mm -hmm. at the the same time they're just gonna they're just gonna look at the video go yeah you know the jury sounds right there you know that's what they agreed with and so yeah, unless there's some weird legal issue that they try to bring up, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure reading the appeal is going to be hilarious, but <laughs> especially yeah, with, I don't uh, see it happen. Especially with the way that <laughs> that the defense's um, lawyers were acting the entire trial, you know. Of course, and oh yeah, Doctor Fowler, his, his little oh. fun deal. <laughs> Ooh, he, yeah, he's going to be in the trouble. The defense's whoop, the defense's expert. And oh yes! Did you guys see that uh, he's getting investigated now? Yeah, there's like yep. hundred something cases. That are yeah, so, so uh, where was it? Maryland. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was Maryland. the um, head. Yep, he was the head medical examiner in Maryland, and his testimony at the Chauvin trial was so terrible, and so far off um, from what a lot of doctors would have even concluded or talked about or you know the the thought processes that he went through that it is now prompting the attorney general to essentially reassess all his work and dr fowler is currently being sued and this is why he's the former chief medical examiner because he retired after um, the anton black situation which um, he delayed giving out the the medical examiner's report he's accused of working with the police department um he the the situation with with anton is a um cop that kneeled and pinned down anton for some like 10 to 12 minutes um, it's so eerily similar to the entire floyd situation and he's being sued for covering it up um, so yeah, and then that ties back to other um, some other high-profile um, 
ones, I believe. Um, oh, what's the one that there was one in Maryland? He was it Freddie Gray died in the. It's, yeah, the I think that was Maryland. Yep. Um, so that's one of them. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he's in some hot water. Like, well, it's interesting because you you can you can pay like an expert. Either side can pay an expert to basically say anything at trial. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's mm-hmm. always what happens. It's it's one side paying them to like say something absolutely outlandish, and like yeah. just because just because the defense is paying one expert to say something doesn't mean uh, their testimony is actually reasonable or their the course of events they're laying out are actually re- actually reasonable. And I mean, right. I think the jury decided that correctly here. Yeah, yeah. Based on the based on the um, press pool reports of how the jury was responding, they um, they they weren't too impressed with Fowler. And well, apparently neither were like five hundred other doctors that sent a letter to the. Wait, well, you got to be yet. careful. You got to be careful talking about doctors because you're going to violate HIPAA. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I don't want it. I would not want to violate HIPAA. Everything That's violates HIPAA. H-I- well, disclosing Floyd's medical information during the trial, doesn't that violate HIPAA? Everything yes. violates HIPAA. Talking about HIPAA violates HIPAA, according to some people. Oh, no. They're violating HIPAA. Like Fight Club? <laughs> the first rule of HIPAA is we don't talk about HIPAA. <laughs> Which I suppose leads into this next topic we have written down is the entire vaccine passports. Yeah, well, so I, want to, I want to add something quick. Yeah, I had one thing too. Okay. My thoughts, my thoughts on the Shelvin thing is I'm very happy that this is a, a step forward. You know, he was convicted, although you know, there's a lot of pressure, and that pressure is what you know what got him convicted, <laughs> probably. You know, people, the whole fucking country like knew this guy was guilty, wanted him fucking convicted. We saw for nine minutes he fucking kneeled on George George's neck and murdered him. But I'd like to say as you know. John Hudak, a prospective member of the Florida Bar Association in the future. I wish there were more. I wish there were more police stations burnt down. And you can oh God, them. that was not me. For anyone, uh, for anyone listening on just audio, <laughs> that was that was my sock account. I, mean, I I do I do find it really surprising. What I wanted to add is we have the whole video, like the whole thing. You're watching a man kill another man, and he knows he thinks he can get away with it, and we still have people who are like. But what if he dropped dead? It's right. like, hmm. Right. You what, guys are what, all about correlation and causation, but this, this is just, oh, yeah, he just dropped dead, you know? Yeah. Well, I saw yeah. someone yeah. argue that, that it couldn't be murder if, uh, if Floyd's uh, overdose contributed. Like, the argument was that if Floyd wouldn't have, to, or not, not his overdose, but his, his drug use contributed. Um, the argument they were using was that if Floyd wouldn't have died if he was sober, then it can't be murder, which isn't a thing. Like, no. <laughs> even it if it contributes, really like, like if someone's drunk and you fucking punch them in the head and they would have caught themselves if they were sober, but instead they fucking uh, like hit their head on the pavement and they die, you're still you're still responsible for their death. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not intent. You can okay, you can argue it's not intentional, but Chauvin was convicted of unintentional murder there. Exactly. Right. Isn't that like the whole eggshell? Yeah, the eggshell uh, skull roll. We had that's a great most, that's civil, but it's a it, it's a long story. But <laughs> we had a great comment. I just want to read off. Thunder uh, commented, 
violating HIPAA is infrastructure. Well, everything's infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Everything is infrastructure. infrastructure. This podcast is infrastructure, so if the government wants to give us any money... I thought we so were getting Soros checks. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> different. I still want our our uh, our PPP loan. Okay. Well, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you said you were getting that, John. <laughs> I spent Where, it on Bitcoin. Money? Um, <laughs> not not Dogecoin. Oh, that's Red that's thing. Red Riot, I do agree. Qualified immunity needs to go. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Didn't they mm-hmm. they abolished it somewhere recently? Was it New Mexico? Um, New Mexico. Colorado. Oh, Colorado? Oh, Colorado. Colorado was a, yeah, was kind of a big, New York City too, um, but Colorado was big statewide. And it essentially, it makes police, um, it makes police officers responsible for 5% of the judgment. I mean, because obviously no police officer is going to pay out $20 million, but it's still, it puts some responsibility on the police officer. And, you know, so I, Good for them. Five percent of a multi-million-dollar suit, though, is quite a bit. It's a lot <laughs> right. of money, <laughs> right? I love how uh, cop uh, apologists are like, "Yeah, but if uh, we end qualified immunity, they can't do their job." And it's like, "Yeah, that's kind of the whole fucking point. Like, they should. Right. Well, we'll have yeah. to call a crackhead. Ninety-nine percent of what they're doing. So, call a crackhead." Call the cricket. <laughs> Call people. Also move to Somalia. At least none of these people will shoot my dog when they come in on my property. So I guess we're doing all right. The crackhead will pet it. Yeah, the well, crackhead will pet it. I can't legally condone giving a crackhead crack, but I bet if you did, they would do a better job than a cop would. Uh, and like, at, like at, at, like investigating something, and they also at wouldn't shoot you. Dog would be an improvement. I think the, <laughs> yeah. worst, the worst he's going to do is pull his dick out. And come on, we've all, you know, yep, you'll be all right. Well, that's right, that's better than that. being murdered. <laughs> unintentionally murdered. Uh, he unintentionally pulled his dick out. <laughs> just unintentional misfire. Unintentional flashing in the third degree. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Is that your gun? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> it's the taser. You get you get mixed. It gets oh yeah, mixed it's up the taser. Sometimes. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's so easy to get That's your dick another. and taser mixed up all the time. Oh, <laughs> all the time. Hate mixing up my dick and taser. <laughs> okay, so all the time. The next topic we had on here was vaccine passports. So we can go around a little bit. Uh, I'll let somebody else start because we're gonna maybe we'll have a little bit of argument back and forth, but. I'm against government government mandated vaccine passports before we say anything, obviously. I yeah, 100%. Right. I'm against government mandated vaccine passports as well. Um, and I also do not believe they are the Holocaust or Jim Crow laws. Mm-hmm. I I feel the same. I believe that a private business or like a college campus should be able to ask for proof that you're vaccinated to ensure the safety of all the people on the property, but the government should not be able to do that or enforce that. So vaccine like, laws about like, you know, like we have like all these laws, but like if you go to Walmart and they tell you like, we want you to leave because you pulled your fucking dick out in the middle of the aisle. It doesn't matter whether you are or not. I guess it don't do that. Leave. So same with, no, this is or same with wearing, you know, same with taking a vaccine. If Walmart says that, I guess mm-hmm. fine, whatever. 
Vaccine passports would be bad enough if it was only paper, but there being advances a, a smartphone app, and I really do think that that's if if that's implemented, that's the game. That it's game over. That's the bill of rights. It's gone. Yeah. In, any any in any shape or form, the United States government has access to any of these databases. No, no, no fucking good whatsoever. No point. Definitely. Kevin. This is among the least productive and most boring conflicts I've seen within the Libertarian Party, and I'm deeply depressed for everyone involved. This is an easy oh, you said want no. Conflict? You want conflict? Sure. You want conflict? Yeah. Conflict? Break the thunder, <laughs> Mr. Flower. Break Let's it. Fight. I'm prepared. <laughs> Pulling your dick out is vastly different than refusing a receipt check. Confucius. <laughs> Confucius right there. <laughs> Pulling your taser out is vastly different. Uh, there goes the comment. Oh, sorry. A non-government entity should be in the business of verifying vaccination status in an industry standard way, free market style. I agree. You know, that actually could be good. That would be a way to protect um, data. Um, somebody makes money. I, I, I could see. I could see. <laughs> In an ideal world, we wouldn't even be talking about this because such would be the commitment to personal responsibility that an individual would take the right steps necessary in their own circumstances to protect their neighbors and themselves. So, a fucking yeah. hard agree, hard agree. <laughs> do we think? Uh, do we think a private business should be able to fire someone or fire an employee for uh, not getting vaccinated? Yes. 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 Be able yeah. to. Yes. I mean, they do already with schools. So whether or not that's the best idea or not, they should. They have the right to do that. Right. That is right. Correct. I was just thinking about Michael Heiss a little bit. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Bake. Bake the cake. Bake the cake. Yep. Bake the cake for Michael Heiss. Right. For and anyone who doesn't know, and uh, walk through airport duck door sideways is going to Bangkok. <laughs> that's a good bad <laughs> joke there. That's that's I love uh, it. I like it. Can I've we talk a little bit? One, so. Can we talk a little bit? Going to another issue. Um, oh. Can we talk a little bit about one of our former co-founders for a little bit? Um, in, yes. his, in his podcast, he recently uh, a guy that I've endorsed for uh, 2018 LNC chair. And for 2020 LNC chair, before I uh, pulled back my endorsement, recently had Hotep Jesus on his podcast. And for anyone who didn't see the intro, we had a little bit of a clip of it in there. Um, he was talking, we're talking about Josh Smith here, obviously. Uh, Josh was talking about how, oh, the loser brigade makes Hotep Jesus out to be this bad person and they want to deplatform him. Blah, 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 blah. And actually, he's he's pretty cool guy, even though uh, I did uh, send Josh basically everything I had on Hotep Jesus when he told me that he didn't know enough about him to make a decision. So I think that's an interesting, a uh, little bit of a sellout right there, but and a, a sellout in terms of trying to appeal to a certain crowd of people. I don't know that he's actually changed his mind. Maybe he has, but I think he has a 
specific audience in mind with this podcast. Mm-hmm. No, you don't say. <laughs> anyone else want to touch that, or you just want me? You guys want me to get anyone, on the um, Has anyone not seen that episode? I haven't. I, have I haven't not watched not, it. I just don't have the time to listen to podcasts. I it sadly watched the entire thing. Yeah, I, I saw it the night it aired. Um, Thank you for your services. Comments had me, um, had me and Andy Craig in it, and it was just hilarious. Like I'm. Some, oh yeah, he. Josh uh, commented something like he commented something like uh, if Fakertarians pays two hundred fifty dollars, I'll ask him about anti-Semitism. That was in the. I actually saw that today when I was going back to make the intro and pulling that clip. But he never asked him about that. He just kind of like uh, he asked him something about hating people, and he's like, "No, well, first of all, he first he was like, I hate everyone, and then he was like, but seriously, um, oh shit, what was it? Oh, like I don't hate people, but like I know who runs things or I know who's in power, which it was a very obvious uh, allusion to." The fact that Hotep thinks like the Jews run everything and like an actual responsible interviewer would have been like, what do you mean? Who's in power? Who are you talking about? But Josh obviously just laughed it off. Right. Well, I mean, that's not there's obviously no journalistic quality there. No. Which I guess that's what I mean. That can that be the problem first of podcasts versus journalism. <laughs> That, that would first require integrity and then secondly require a hint of intelligence. Well, you got to think about him and say that he doesn't have either. You got to think about how many libs you're running. And that's got to be first and foremost. Yeah. Owned them. Owning Ownerized. Them most important fucking yeah. As long as you own the libs, you're good. Really sad to see that uh, he's adopted the Matt Keenel technique on the right. You know, he's just like, let's mm -hmm. associate with the most toxic ideas possible, and from that ill will, I will generate attention. Yeah, actually, the reason he had Hotep on his show was because people were complaining to him about Hotep. Like, I don't, for anyone who didn't see the intro, uh, maybe watch this once this podcast is done, and there's some little video quotes from Hotep. But then we have a bunch of stuff on our page about him. Like, this, this dude's basically just an open anti Semite. He just talks about uh, Jews running everything all the time. The now he uses redacted. the re yeah the redacted as his code phrase, which it's very transparent. But everyone's like, everyone likes to say, "Oh, Hotep changed. He's not anti-Semitic anymore." But he's like, he's talking about pe someone being redacted-ish instead of white. So draw your own conclusions <laughs> there. He just switched like his dictionary. That's it. Yeah, no, that's exactly hmm. what it is. It was, because, it was because in 2018 he was scheduled to speak at some uh, Turning Point USA event, and oh God. they they rescinded the invitation after a bunch of stuff came out about him, like all his stuff about like uh, about how Jews run everything and Chu Tang Clan or whatever he says. Chu Tang Clan, yeah. <laughs> we did a whole it's episode guy, on him. Yeah, I, and I do just, need to say some. And you just change some words around, and it's just, it's not anti Semitic then. If you just change some words around, right? We had that 
there was the we had that post about him. I think it was yesterday on our page, and we had that Mises Caucus member, and he was actually like a a member who's pretty active in their group. Showed up and said the Jews are responsible for systematic racism. So it's not like oh, yeah. they're attracting people like this. Like they know they're not stupid. Like you know right. what you're gonna do if you're defending someone who's saying a bunch of stuff about the Jews running everything. Do you think you're going to get more people in your caucus who are like, oh, that's okay to say. I'm welcome here. Like, clearly you are. Yeah. Oh, maybe it, also, was, maybe it was the juice. The juice. OJ Simpson's running everything. <laughs> yep, Red Riot got it again. He's, he's still looking for the real murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the, like in our intro, when he goes over like the endocrine system, like somehow soy gives you endocrine disorder oh yeah so i was I just like gay yeah i was just like first of all i've had i've had an endocrine disorder and i was saying earlier before the podcast start it's kind of like your mom trying to explain a, di a weird disease you have when you're a kid it's like mom what's celiac disease and it means well if you eat <laughs> weird stuff oh man he's so dumb so well, it, was dumb. All the, it was the soy milk you drank right yeah it was all the soy milk <laughs> well and I, I I drank too much soy milk once and boom, gay. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Takes it does happen. Vaccine, gay. Gay. I mean, I just started drinking soy milk recently. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you almost made Jeremy lose his uh, drink there. <laughs> but yeah, it it's just. But yeah, that that commenter. I mean, and somebody from the page asked, you know, basically. So, so you're saying that, yep, this this is what attracts people to the the caucus. You're really going to stand by that, and then and they shut up after. That. Oh yeah, it was like so. it was like we posted the the that comment about uh, the Mises Caucus guy saying that the Jews are responsible for systemic racism, and he the some other Mises Caucus member who likes to pop in on our post chimed in and was like, you guys know you're just attracting people to the Mises Caucus, right? And it was like, oh, what about that attracts you to the Mises Caucus? Please explain. <laughs> oh, oh, John, I did want to correct you. They didn't say systematic. They said they like they didn't use the right word. I think they used. No, uh, no, it was that it's systemic, but they said systematic. They said, OK, OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. OK. Systematic racism. <laughs> The, the Mises Caucus yep, School of Law and the Mises Caucus School of Grammar are not doing very well. Mm -mm. <laughs> I think they're going to get their grants revoked. Oh, yeah. It was, it was Seth. Yeah. You do, you do realize the only thing you actually do is recruit people to the LPMC, right? You guys have the same dumbass people that constantly like your shit while the LPMC is surging. 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 With new members. I, I run a, I run a, a, a tag group for for. for Miss Poopy Pants that's still bigger than the LPMC. Um, but keep up the good work. You're take over. Marketing. You well, should take over with that with that tag group. Yeah, I take should over. take take over the the LP. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to take over the LPMC. <laughs> oh yeah, who said something about that the other day? There was something like someone accusing us of wanting to take over the LPMC, and I was like, no, I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I, are you sure, John? You, you you could get elected as chair. Oh and, yeah, in their I chair would. elections, and then I can thousand dollars salary. Do you get the sixty thousand dollars salary for grifting? <laughs> Tokyo grift. 
So moving on. Here comes the defamation uh, suit. No, I know. Hopefully we get sued by someone cool or like something, someone interesting. Right. You know how many people have threatened to sue us before? Like it, it's, it's gotta be in the double digits. By more, now. Than, more than Bob Rodas. Oh yeah. There oh, was yeah. uh wait, 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 Bob, wait. If you're watching, by the way, hi, hi, Bob. Can, hi, can Bob. All of us can all of us at the same time say hi, Bob on, on a count of three. Does that well, sound yeah. good? Yeah. Three, one, oh. two, one. Hi, hi Bob. 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 I don't know if it got through because of latency, but. Uh, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty account. close. It's the thought. I know he watches. There's people that can't, you know, do anything right. So. I still want him to come on. Oh, speaking of Bob, he always so he doesn't realize that there's like a bunch of admins on the page. So whenever anyone says anything to him, he thinks it's me. Like he'll just like start <laughs> ripping me and be like, "Hudak saying this." I'm like, "No, I've like never talked to you about this. Like I barely <laughs> interact with you." Well, you know, to be fair, he uh, may not grasp technology. That's true. True. It happens. Well, he, he can manage to post um, his little diary entries to MeWe, though. <laughs> I don't know. Those are fun. He posted his fucking medical records the other day. <laughs> I saw because he thought he, he, yeah, he thought he was arguing with me about COVID. I think he was arguing with Jordan, actually. Yeah. And you know, he posted actual his actual medical expert. He posted his actual medical records, supposedly. I didn't actually see it, but Jordan told me about that. Wow. Well, that's commitment. <laughs> it was like, I have no interest in looking at his medical records. Because like, <laughs> that might violate HIPAA. Right. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. <laughs> come full circle. <laughs> Everything violates HIPAA. HIPAA is infrastructure. Ergo. Infrastructure violates HIPAA. The government is violating HIPAA. Therefore, the hmm. government sh should just dissolve itself because it's violating HIPAA. Yeah. That's, by, that's pretty by, good. By yeah, infrastructure. If, if the government v dissolves itself for violating HIPAA, it's dissolving HIPAA. And that's a bigger violation. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, HIPAA can be, it, since it's no, it's no rulers, not no rules. So HIPAA can be the only rule. <laughs> it's like it's like the purge, but we also have HIPAA. <laughs> the purge, but we have wait, HIPAA. Wait, wait, wait. I just I no, just imagine no. a guy breaking in. <laughs> no loss for one night on on your purge night. What you go do is go look at go look at somebody's medical records. <laughs> Did I'm going to murder this entire dentist's office, office, but I am not allowed to look at the records. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now now I want to develop a fictional anarchist um, school of thought based around hey, hipparchy. Hipparchy. <laughs> and uh, and it can be like in opposition to Hoppy and everything like <laughs> hippie and. But you have to spell it with two P's because everybody spells hippo wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on from hippa and Josh Smith and Hotep Jesus. Uh, the next thing I had on the list was my article, shameless self-promotion right here. So <laughs> I wrote an article uh, on uh, Monday entitled, Libertarianism has a bigotry problem. It's time we stop throwing it under the rug and do something about it. And I posted it from our page, and naturally, a bunch of people showed up to show me that I was right. I don't know if anyone had a chance to read it or if I'm the only one who reads the articles I write when I'm proofreading. 
But a lot of it was about um, a lot of Lou Rockwell stuff, some of his old paleo strategy stuff, some of his new stuff. Um, Speaking of Lou Rockwell, coincidentally, the day after the George Floyd verdict, he published an article from someone about black crime statistics that basically ended with like the 1350 thing, which is basically, which is, which is a uh, white supremacist used a lot. It's the line about like 13% of the population being responsible for 50% of crime or something like that, like referring to black people. It's like one of their favorite lines. And it, it basically ended with that. It was like, it was something like, well, what if police do stop killing people or do stop killing black people? And then, well, they'll still murder at a certain rate or something like that. Like it was, it was very clearly pandering to uh, the underbelly of society, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And it was a repeat of Lou's whole paleo strategy thing. Like I'm surprised he wasn't ranting about the Mighty Ducks at the same time. I talked a little bit in there too about uh, Hoppa, and I want to have an I want to have a uh, an episode about Hoppa at some point because I feel like there's a lot to cover there because I feel like a lot of the libertarian movements, uh, alt right issues and paleo issues kind of stem from Hoppa. Mm-hmm. Hoppa was a product of the paleo strategy. He was Rothbard's protege at the time that Rothbard was basically going senile. That's what I like to call it, at least. I think that's the best <laughs> explanation for the paleo period. Yeah. But Hoppe, he's kind of the go-to guy for the anti-immigration arguments that come from libertarian circles. He's invited Jared Taylor to the Property and Freedom Society conferences to talk about race relations. And I, I used to always drop that tidbit right there about that. And Jared Taylor is a open white nationalist for anyone who knows like he literally talks about the problems with race mixing and stuff like that and he gave this talk on race relations and everyone was like well you haven't actually listened to what's in the talk blah 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 so i I did and he's talking about how a lot of black people liked slavery and liked their masters and like enjoyed it and he's talking about how America is going to be a third world country if we keep bringing in minorities. Like it's uh, watching the t- actual talk didn't make it any better. It, I feel like I've, I've seen that a lot with Hoppe because I, I kind of remember when I was first really introduced to him uh, several years ago and everyone was like, well, everyone's misinterpreting him. You'll really like him if you read his books. And I read Democracy, The God That Failed. And it was weird because there'd be like times where he'd have like some good economic points and then he'd just get, it would be like, okay, this, this kind of makes sense. And then he'd just get to something absolutely weird. He has this aristocracy fetish. That's, that's all I can call it where he like, (laughs) he's in love with this idea of natural elites and monarchy and stuff like that. It's, it's just like, I, I feel like he's kind of authoritarianism with extra steps. I think that's the best way to sum up Hoppe because he tries to like fit it into the libertarianism box, but it's just like the the actual ends that he's endorsing are basically just him wanting to uh, like achieve authoritarian ends. 
And I know I just went kind of a rant, so I'll, I'll let anyone else kind of take over. <laughs> well, he, wants spending, a, it's, uh, he wants a militant homeowners association, which can decide who gets to live in your neighborhood. That's pretty dangerous to me. That doesn't sound very libertarian to me. Right. I mean, yeah, it's one thing to, like, tell me not to paint my fence a color or, you know, I have to use this kind of siding or, you know, they say, hey, you need to repair your garage door, but it's, you know, oh, gay sex going on in your house? <laughs> like, yeah, can you imagine how that's enforced? I mean, if someone if someone really wants to, like, combine their property with someone and have like these ridiculous rules like they're i guess they're welcome to but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna associate with them and if, if they're if they're trying to enforce that on other people like if there's like a bunch of people who've combined their property together to form their, their hoppa cult and then like they one of them has a son and their son turns out gay or something and they end up kicking him out like i'll boycott the hell out of them i mean i guess they can have their property but like they're shitty people Right. And that is, I mean, that is like the most collectivist kind of like, hey, we as a community are going to make sure you, you know, aren't doing gay stuff in your house. Like how incredibly collectivist, anti-individualist, anti-freedom is that? But you try to wrap that up in some kind of way that, that call that freedom because private property and it's just weird. It's it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't combine with any kind of libertarianism that has ever existed <laughs> in any realm of thought. And it's just, it's, it's weird. Well, like I said, it's a, it's a product of the paleo strategy. That's right. hop hop like the, the paleo strategy's son. And it's just like a bad reminder that, that hangs out around the libertarian movement that the paleo strategy was a thing. And even, uh, what's his name? Jeff Dice, the current, I get it mixed up. I think I think Deist is the current president of the Mises Institute, yep. and Rockwell is the founder and chairman. But Deist yep. was talking recently about like bringing back the Paleo strategy. Like it's right. very open, and I know the Mises Caucus likes to say that they're not uh, for bringing back the Paleo strategy. But when you're relating your caucus directly to the Mises Institute by naming it after it. Because they didn't just name it after uh, Ludwig von Mises. They very clearly wanted some kind of association with the Mises Institute. And all of their the people they're looking up to are Mises Institute figures. Like, there's a connection there. So, it, like, if if there was, like, a Fakertarians Institute that was, like, about, I don't know, let's say banning the gays or something like that, and I named my page Fakertarians, like... There's a connection you can you could draw there. I wouldn't name my page that. Right. Well, I mean, and not and not to mention just the overlap of of people. Um, <laughs> I mean, what you've got Rockwell Woods, um, uh, Thoth is that his name? Thoth Bishop. Thoth. Yeah. Toe. Mr. Toe. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Bishop, who is literally, you know, going out. You know, he's he. I believe he's an active participant in the LPMC, if I'm not mistaken. Well, so it, it's weird because he's he's technically a Republican, and he's very involved in the Republican Party, I believe, somewhere in Florida. And he he openly advocates for the paleo strategy. He was actually the guy maybe a year or a year and a half ago who was – he works for the Mises Institute. 
he talked about wanting to create a red pill reader for the Mises Institute with like some stuff from Hoppe, uh, some of, I think it had some of the paleo Rothbard stuff in specifically to bring in grapers. And for anyone who doesn't know, grapers are the like fan club of Dave Smith's uh, fellow traveler, Nick Fuentes. I don't know if fan club's the best word, but it's, it's basically what they are. Like it's like his little like troll army. Yeah. And this guy wanted to bring him in. So he's not, he doesn't really believe in working through the libertarian party, but he's still active in the Mises caucus group. He's in those circles. He's an influencer in those circles. And having that kind of influence around is not a great sign. Definitely. Considering Nick Fuentes as a fa- uh, fellow traveler is not a good sign. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I really can't disagree with that. Dave's gonna get it. Dave would get all technical with it, and he'd be like, "Well, I was just asking him." asking if he agreed with me on this but like, i'm just asking questions bro i'm just asking we're technically questions. all traveling on the same planet through space you know so like yeah, right. imagine, imagine if i brought like matt uh kino or whatever the hell his name is on the the tanky okay I'm, mm-hmm. i still have that problem where like i don't understand how his name is pronounced but that's a whole nother story <laughs> but imagine if we brought him on the podcast and we're like we were like lightly pushing back sometimes on like a few things, but then at the end of the episode, we were like, and the drug war? And he's like, yes. And U.S. imperialism? And he's like, yes. And then, like, one other thing we agreed with him on, and I was like, you know what? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, and then before that, I said, like, let's see if we're fellow travelers. What'd you say, Archie? Damn good. Not just oh, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, yeah. yeah. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if it's the same episode. Um, he calls him brother right at the beginning. Does he? Yes. Well, like it or not, because Dave likes to get very, I would say, literal with what he says, like very, like stick to his exact words only. Except but for the like word it sympathize. Or, he doesn't know how to No, I know. It but like it or not. Words work better or if or if metaphor works better. He will context shift faster than you can blink. Oh, yeah. But like I was going to say, though, like it or not, words don't happen in a vacuum. Like when you're when you're making it seem like you're buddying up to someone, that's that's a thing in itself. That's it's not just it's not just okay. We'll just take one of your quotes and like see see exactly what you were saying, and that's it. Like there's there's nonverbal stuff given off. There's context clues given off. Right. And the clues around him aren't great. But that's that's a whole other story. We should have a Dave Smith episode at some point because I feel like we've t- we've talked about him enough. Yep. Just to kind of compile everything. <laughs> yep. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty well, that's sure the thing that is, words don't happen in a vacuum hate. and words change meanings and things have different meanings. And, you know, I mean, you can't be a, you know, to call somebody a transphobe doesn't mean that you're diagnosing them with somebody and you just, you know, can't, uh, can't diagnose them with transphobia unless you're a doctor. <laughs> oh, the Tom <laughs> thing. What did you say again? I forget exactly what it was. Tom Woods, for anyone listening. He, he kind of compared it to, like, the Soviet Union. That's Soviet well, like, Union kind of stuff, Archie. That's diagnosing not people. Quote. That's not an exact quote. Just 
just to put this out there, this is a paraphrase. <laughs> but it's it's the nature of what was actually said, to be clear. He but he uh, he was saying something about like, oh, calling people transphobic is like Stalin stuff or Soviet Union stuff because it's diagnosing them with a mental disorder. I, I do like, want to say that no islands were harmed in making that tweet. <laughs> well, he can't. He can't visit those anymore because of uh, the referral. The Libertarian Party's referral program ending, and then on top of that, the vaccine passports. So he's. he's I am convinced that when we see the LPMC latest uh, uh, FEC reports from this year, um, we will Obama's see charges. two Tom Woods for visiting islands. <laughs> yes, That's my prediction. <laughs> We can we can bet all the Bitcoin you want on that as long as it's zero. Speaking of the LPMC, something I noticed that's kind of funny on their website. If you go to their if you go to their their team section, I'm going to it right now to make sure I get this exactly right. I was on it the other day. I was just kind of curious um, about their advisory board, and they have they have a bunch of people listed. Like they have Dave Smith listed. They have Tom Woods, Scott Orton, uh, Maj. And then they just, but the first one they have listed is just endorsed by Ron Paul. It's not even Ron Paul is on the advisory board. It's endorsed by Ron <laughs> Paul is on the, I feel like that's like an oval thing. Well, okay. Well, that's because Ron Paul is a Republican. If, if anybody didn't know that Ron Paul is a Republican. What? What? <laughs> and he voted for the authorization of military force in Afghanistan. Fun fact. No, that's true. I, I, you're right. Do you know who didn't? Barbara, Barbara Lee, Lee, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. She was the sole person who did not vote for the authorization of force in Afghanistan. And then is it bad? Is it bad I couldn't remember the LP's MC's website, so I just put in loserbrigade.com. <laughs> <laughs> Take you right to the LPMC website. Yep, I I got there. About, That's how I get there too. It's about right with like their uh with their record and share elections. <laughs> that is true <laughs> okay what else do we want to talk about today I don't have much else on the list we kind of we kind of went over the article in Hoppe and how there is a bigotry issue but I'll let anyone read the article it's posted on our page somewhere I'm sure you can find it if you dig hard enough you gotta look for I it, also posted it in, I also posted it in the comments nice yep uh-huh. Let's see anything anything else that's fun that's come up recently. Um, I just want to say, Matt Gate the whole Matt Gates thing is just hilarious. Oh, that um, is hilarious! Did you guys see that Tucker Carlson uh, interview with him from a few weeks ago? Oh, yes, where yes, uh, was, yeah. where Gates was trying to like Gates was trying to implicate uh, Tucker in it. He's like, yeah, you know that girl we met, and he's like, he's like, well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then literally sure like after like that was the weirdest interview i ever had yeah so i'm just wondering when um tucker carlson's fbi call is coming uh, i bet it's there because i've heard uh i've heard gates is like uh like a close confidant of him has our is cooperating so that's a yep um a bad yeah, sign the auditor who has like basically spilled the beans on everything that he can yeah. Well, where's uh, what's his name? Shit. What's what's that? Uh, the guy who's Gates's son, but not actually Gates's son. 
Nestor. Oh God, that's weird. Nestor. Yeah, what's Nestor. gonna happen? What's that... gonna happen to Nestor? Well, he's like what 20, happens? so he's, he'll just live on his own. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, he well, it, well, Gates is engaged, so I suppose things would go to. I I don't. I that whole thing is just weird. Who will take and care of Nestor? I don't think. I don't think enough people have talked about that one. <laughs> that one kind of just redis kind of redisappeared again. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what happens with that. Or maybe it's just one of those things that everybody knows or you know they think they know what exactly is going on and we just don't talk about Nestor. I, I, I just don't know. I just love the fact that it's like he got rid of the girlfriend but kept her son. It's <laughs> like what the <laughs> like, it's like you was can leave, son? but I'm keeping your family. <laughs> was it? Yeah, was it son or brother? I think it let was. Me, let me look this up. I think it was her um, brother. Okay, yeah, brother. It's uh, whatever. But he kept her family. He got rid of her. <laughs> kept the family. You guys don't do that when you break no. up with someone. You're just like you just like oh, I'm taking your brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's just. It's just weird. It's so weird. <laughs> So your 94 year old mother can stay with me now <laughs> well you get to keep a keepsake that's how relationships work yeah, instead of instead of the instead of you know the worn out comfy hoodie it's your brother it's the cuban immigrants <laughs> just what i need to drink more i get that at this point <laughs> oh my god anyone in the comments have anything for us to talk about here they, everyone stop commenting now yeah I know. it happens it's because we don't have a guest today yeah, I, I met know. some chickens over the last week that was pretty fun Ooh. you what I met some chickens. A friend of mine brought some property in the middle of nowhere, so I went up to the mountains to help him uh, get moved in. And he's got chickens, and it's like a self-sustaining little homestead. And so I met some chickens. They were pretty cool. Oh, that's interesting. That's I all have I have to report. Right outside of my uh, door. I live in a, a tiny, tiny town in Vermont, so there are chickens and <laughs> ducks on my property, but they're not my chickens or ducks. I'm not legally allowed to have chickens in L.A. because communism. Oh, yeah. Because communism L.A. LA. is like one big uh, HIPAA homeowners association. <laughs> yeah, it's violating all my hippos, bro. <laughs> as long as it doesn't violate your spaceships. Well, see, you have to tell them. No, we're Kevin doing fine. Chickens. I've actually earned probably like a billion isk today. Just yeah, Kevin's been playing a game this whole time. For anyone, who I'm know. in a combat fleet playing spaceships, which Archie won't play with me because he hates me. So, if anyone wants to hate you, Kevin, rate us at fakertarians at gmail.com to convince Archie to uh, play spaceships with Kevin, and I will forward the emails to Archie. I'd appreciate Please. your help. I really hope you get one now. It's fakertarians at gmail.com. I have not re read Albert uh, J. Nock, but I've heard of him. I don't. I know that's not very helpful. Like, well, I can't really. I've read Holy some. Sense. That was so long ago that I don't know which I read. I feel like I used to read a lot of theory, but at this point, I'm like stuck, like 
looking at shitty alt writers for the page. Like that's basically <laughs> like my my libertarian life now. <laughs> it's like, oh god, I gotta watch this fucking Dave Smith podcast. It's one of the reasons well, I've toned down my activism with the party the to some extent. Pop. What are you saying, Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry. It's one of the reasons I've toned down my activism with the party to some extent is because over the last four years, I've spent way more time than I'd like to admit just banging my head against really terrible people. It's not what I came to do. No, I know. It, it's a bummer. Hey, Kevin, but... Kevin, move to Vermont. Are you in suggesting... Fact, in fact, if you do move to Vermont, I will play spaceships with you. <laughs> That's a tall order, man. I don't know. I'd have to go to Vermont. It's cold there. I like the colds. I just don't like people. I don't know if Vermont people are any better than my local people. Anyone got any recommended? A lot of Vermont where there isn't any people. But you live in LA. LA has like 10 times the people Vermont does. I don't like these people either. They're made of plastic. More of them do not like. That's my point. I avoid avoid them here too. To an introvert. It's called population density. If you're sufficiently introverted, Mr. Flower, every place is, you know, you just you just sit in a room. You don't have to talk to people. You just quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> socially distant, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm socially distant all the time. Okay. But then 20 Vermont, years from now, Kevin, I'm, I'm socially distancing. Outside. Sorry. <laughs> and then you wear was... a mask outside so people can't see you. Fuck yeah, I'm going to keep all this shit. I'm going to keep wearing masks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to keep staying distant. I'm not going to shake no one's hands for years after this is over. Just I'm, I'm going to continue working at home as much, at least as much as they let me. Um, if you live in a cold area, masks are actually 12 times better than scarves. They're not totally fun in better. the heat. But uh, they're, they're they, aren't fu- they aren't fun in the heat, no. Um, but I no, no problem throwing one on going into Target. Uh, during flu season, I mean, we more or less eliminated flu this year. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how the flu season is next year, um, just because there's been so few cases. No, but COVID I mean, is the flu, and it's also AIDS at the same time. Oh, yeah. Happy Which, COVID's Day. Well, that brings us back to COVID's Day. <laughs> yeah, brings us back to Josh Smith. Yep. Happy COVID's and Day. Eva. Oh yeah, wasn't like even, today. The, even saying the word COVID is a HIPAA violation. Wasn't today like the anniversary of when Josh uh, said that COVID was like spiced with HIV or something like yeah. that? Yeah, I don't know, it but sure it's because he read like anniversary. It was like then, he read he read a 4chan post on it, and he was like, "Well, I have to evaluate the evidence, but this seems legitimate enough to post about." <laughs> hey, and then, hey, um, don't knock him for being a truth seeker. <laughs> And then everybody deleted their endorsements of him. Oh, yep. Yeah. That that reminds me. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> womp womp. But yes, that is today. So happy COVID's day. <laughs> did he ever analyze those? Du- I don't think he did. <laughs> he never analyzed the, the dumps. Data, the data dumps. It was, oh yeah, what was the story? It was that like some like Chinese lab got hacked and someone on 4chan said they hacked it and that they saw that it was spliced with AIDS or something like that or yeah. HIV? Yeah, but it was just a, so the HIV um, COVID thing came from some 
Indian lab thrown irresponsibly into a medical journal, as many things are, like the recent Stanford um, masks don't work study um, that was a Jeffrey Tucker tweeted out. Um, yeah, there's another dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> and then, but there was, there were similarities in, in the genetic um, sequence between HIV and, I mean, because when you've got billions and billions of, you know, sequences, you know, something's bound to match up, but that's how it turned into it. And then followed by a, it was just a redump of a WHO hack that just had basically emails and passwords in it. And it was all like five-year-old data. It was nothing new. Sounds about right. So I'm curious, who's going around spicing viruses? At what point did we decide that viruses weren't spicy enough and they could use a little <laughs> flavor? I just pour Frank's Red Hot on mine. <laughs> from the from the hot sauce you keep in your bag, right? It's, yeah, zero calorie too. It's great. No, 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 no. You spice them with soy sauce, people. Soy yes. sauce and ground up, you know, blue pills. <laughs> soy but sauce and ground up. For, uh, like, the penis pills? <laughs> no, the cathedral pills. That's what they're calling Viagra now? That's like the generic Viagra? <laughs> cathedral, cathedral pills. <laughs> Excuse me, pharmacist, I need some cathedral pills. Here you are, sir. Have a good night. What pills are red? I, I, I wonder. I gotta, I gotta come up with something. Of course, Eden. Both valid Sometimes. answers there. Which is not a thing I used to steal in high school to get high. <laughs> and we all know. And I don't know why I would know they were red. Yeah, you would. You have, you have no idea. Could do to you. <laughs> we'll just keep that as an inside well, joke. It, it's good because uh, the Mises Caucus isn't congested anymore if they're all taking Sudafed. Oh, and mm-hmm. speaking of pills, um, should we tell the Mises Caucus that their whole metaphor comes from a movie? Oh, that yeah. uh, was was uh, written and produced by trans people. Yeah, and it was like about being transgender. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like the Wachowski sisters are laughing at them perpetually forever. Like, <laughs> her, 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 that, her yeah, that's the best part because most of the people that are like, oh, red pill, like are probably super anti-trans. Yep. Congratulations. You played yourself. Exactly. Well, cell phones are pretty... Um, yeah, pretty brickwork. Yeah, I mean when you're gonna have your uh when you're gonna have loserbrigade.com and you're gonna register that and make it redirect to your website, then yeah, that's that's a cell phone. <laughs> self phone, not cell phone. Self ownership. <laughs> you you need to enunciate just a little bit better there, Mr. Hodak. Self ownership. <laughs> he is we little tipsy. Couple won't confirm or deny. In. You confirmed it earlier, didn't you? <laughs> I don't think so, did I? I thought you said right at the beginning, I'm a little bit drunk. Uh, or was that not... someone else? I don't Way know. to throw John right under the proverbial bus there, yeah, Archie. Yeah, who are you, Josh Smith? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's evil. <laughs> oh, man. Dave, call me that again. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a fun story, but that's for another episode, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to wrap things up? Call it a night. It's been a fucking hour. Yeah, it really has been an hour. Wow. Yeah. 
come by pretty quick. You know, I know we always go. Oh, I don't. We don't know what we're going to talk about or how long this is going to go. Or yeah, two we, questions. We were talking about this like an hour and... before the show. Just like we're just going to bullshit. It's pretty much what we've done. It's the imposition of order invariably oh. results in the escalation of chaos. We do yeah. not try to put order on the universe. <laughs> wise words. Very wise. All right. Well. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up? Man, no, I don't think so. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna read this um, Lou Rockwell article written by Jeff Deist um, about. Oh, I, I read that the other day. I'm sure that's gonna be wonderful. Blood and soil. <laughs> Blood and soil. Because obviously you're not trying to reach anyone by using those words. Yeah, no, not at all. It's totally in a vacuum. It's just you have to look at the yeah. de- dictionary definition of each of them, and you can't look you can't look beyond it at all. Right. And you can't look at the fact that it was used like after that speech, it was used like I don't know a week and a half later at a giant white supremacist rally. You can't look at that. And then after that rally, you can't get mad at people for uh, vice signaling about not signing a petition against the people at that rally. Definitely not. No. Nope, nope, nope. Well, condemning people on command is is like the ultimate and blue beta soy cook behavior. So unless it's left. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> All right. Buy our fucking shirts, people. Yeah, you should, we've actually sold a lot of those recently. <laughs> we yeah, have. we have. And maybe we should use those to like buy some good equipment or something for the podcast. I don't know. We should manufacture or distribute cathedral pills to the we people. Could. Generic Viagra. Well, not pills for supplements. everyone. Supplements. Give you a boner for supplements. Sorry. <laughs> Super male you know, supplements. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I could start my own line of that. Yeah. I'd be like Alex Jones. <laughs> We were shopping at a one point. Yeah, yeah just, just I know we mind. talked about that in the group. Just keep in mind that uh, Super Male Vitality contains soy. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> it probably does. I'm going to fucking lie. Well, oh, oh, Hotep Jesus. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. I'm, I'm fat checking live. I'm like the uh, PolitiFact or whatever it's called. Oh, no. You're superhuman virality. That would, that would Not allowed to be a fact checker. That violates HIPAA. Um, speaking of supplements and stuff, I, apparently with the, with the whole, um, I'm not seeing anything, but it's possible um, with the whole January 6th, um, thing and the proud boys and oath keepers and stuff. Apparently it's a giant net network of hawking supplements. So, um, I'm have to look more into that, but, uh, that's apparently what they all do for money is hawk supplements to hydroxychloroquine. Other. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> Regeneron. Regeneron. <laughs> it's great. Regeneron. That was probably the best video the Lincoln Project put out was their generic 80s ad of Regeneron. I didn't so see it. If you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend looking I, that. That was the up. one I was remembering. Regeneron. Yep. <laughs> it was 80s themed, yeah. Okay. Well, if we don't, are you think we're wrapping up now? 
Yeah, I say so. Call it okay. night. Let's wrap up. So thanks everyone for watching uh, and listening to our bullshit. It's been fun. But we'll see you again in two weeks. Stay right, vigilant for the end of society. I'll be with you. Later, losers. <laughs>